I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, every day, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Feedback is work. Work on your game. Work on your game. Work on your game. Approaching the game aggressively. With that aggression, with that confidence to dominate a game. Dre Baldwin, DreAllDay.com. Work on your game. My next live event called Work on Your Game Live will be taking place January 21st and 22nd, Miami, Florida. The two-day event will be covering leadership on day one, communication on day two. But let me tell you what's more important than even the material I'm going to give you on those two days, because you already listened to my show. You've read my books. You already know about me. You know I'm 100% substance all the time. No fluff, no garbage. But what's even more important than what you're going to get from me at that Work on Your Game Live are the people that you're going to meet. I get people coming to me all the time asking, Dre, I need better quality prospects. I need to build a network. I need to make connections. I want to have better and higher quality relationships. How does that happen then? It does not happen through your phone. It doesn't happen through social media. It doesn't happen on Facebook. It doesn't go down in the DM. You need to meet people face to face, person to person, eye to eye, look people in their faces and shake hands where you are physically in the same space as them. That's where real relationships get built. And you ask anyone you know who is very successful or a person you know who makes a lot of money, whatever you consider to be a lot, I guarantee you they have a whole lot of in-person, real-life relationships. Doesn't mean they don't use the phone or computer, but those relationships get built and the real money gets made when face-to-face interactions and handshakes occur. If you want to be one of those people and you're ready to step up to that next level, you need to go to where the relationships and the connections are at. And the next place they're going to be at is in Miami, January 21st, 22nd, and work on your game live. Go to workonyourgame.live to get all details, register your seat, and I'll see you in Miami. That's workonyourgame.live. All of my coaching programs are now open at workonyourgameuniversity.com. We have the self-directed learning where you can get access to 37 plus courses. That's over 2,800 lessons that I have created over the years. You can take them at your own pace and you get lifetime access to all of them. That's one level. The next level is the group coaching programs. I have the Bulletproof Mindset program and the branding and business program where you get live Zoom calls with me where I do a training and an open Q&A and you get the community access, member only community where you can make those connections and build relationships with other people who are on the same journey as you and are like minded individuals that are just as serious as you are about working on their game. Third level is the third day mastermind. That is the only place that I offer one on one coaching that is for high level professionals and entrepreneurs who want the personalized direct attention straight from me, not part of a group but working with me one on one. All three levels, you can get access, you can get all details and you can get started by going to work on your game university dot com. That's work on your game university dot com. You are now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, putting yourself out there, doing the work, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves all of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all of this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, philosophies, mindsets, strategies, tactics, and we wrote a whole bunch of books and we're giving you a daily masterclass. Yes, every day. 
that is called Work On Your Game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is ask for advice instead of asking for feedback. And yes, those are two different things. Now, before I get into explaining where this is coming from and where we're going, let me tell everybody that I have a daily motivation text message that I send out every single day from the number 305-384-6894. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, it'll be a message every day that'll keep you sharp, focused, and mentally on point. So you can go out there and do what you have to do out there in this world. Sometimes it's cold, sometimes it's harsh, sometimes it's the third day, you don't really feel like showing up. You want to stay on point? Let me help you out. Again, send me a text at this number, 305-384-6894. Text me right now. Yes, right now, grab your phone and text me, and you will be getting my daily motivation text that comes out every day. And you can engage with me at that number. It is not just for daily motivation. That is me replying to your text messages. So you can text me, ask a question, anything like that. I spend time every day going through my text. I got a bunch I need to respond to right now, as a matter of fact. So that number is also down below in the description. So this topic here today, asking for advice instead of feedback, I give a hat tip to Daniel Pink, an author. He actually wrote a blurb that is on the back of my book, Work On Your Game. So any of you have this book, Work On Your Game, you look on the back of it and you see that quote on the back cover that is from Daniel Pink, best-selling author of Win and Drive. He has two books called Win and Drive, noted on the back of my book. I heard him talk about this and he got it from a guy named Shane Parrish. I read Shane, some of Shane's work as well. So shout out to Shane too. And now I have it. So there I'm giving you an example. A couple of days ago, I told you that people want to hear from you. That doesn't mean you have to come up with everything on your own. You can still grab ideas and steal little tidbits from other people, then just make your own version of it. So that's exactly what I'm doing right now. So shout out to Dan and Shane. I have it now and I am going to flesh this out. And that my whole point is going to be fleshing this out and explaining to you why you need to ask for advice instead of asking for feedback, even if you think advice and feedback are the same thing. They are not. You will understand as we get into this. Point number one, today's topic, again, ask for advice instead of feedback. First of all, feedback is the job of the person offering it. So when you ask somebody for feedback, first of all, you're giving them a job. You're asking them to really figure out what to say and know where to go and what to tell you about whatever you're asking feedback on. Feedback is work. If you come up to me and say, Dre, Hey, I have, can you look at my Instagram account and give me some feedback? I've had people actually say this to me. Now, I can answer that question if you're a coaching client of mine. If you're a paying coaching client, yeah, I'll look at your stuff and give you feedback. But if I don't know you, don't just ask an, or any person. If you ask a person to just give you feedback, but you're not asking them specifically for anything, and now they got to look at whatever it is you're asking them to look at. They have to figure out what they want to say about it. Then, they have to come up with an opinion or something that they want to share. Even They might not even have an opinion. They might not give a damn about what you're doing, but you're asking them for feedback. You basically sign them up for a job. Don't sign people up for jobs because most of the time they're not going to do it unless they ask for the job or you're paying them for the job. You want someone to do something for you. Be as specific as possible and make it e as easy as possible for them to do it. This is kind of like a parallel to this is when you come to a person and you want to do some work for them. You want to work for another person. And you say, hey, can I do some work for you? And I've had people come to me. This conversation has happened. Say, can I do some work for you? I say, OK, what can you do? What are you good at? What skills do you bring to the table? And the person will give an answer that is some form of, well, I can pretty much do anything, whatever you need. Tell me you know, what you need help with and I can help you out with that. They're basically presenting themselves as a Jack or Jill 
of all trades, when we know most people are not jacks or jills of all trades. There are a few people who are, but many people are not. They are really good at a few things, but not really good at a whole bunch of other things. But they'll present themselves as if they can do pretty much anything. Anything you need, I'll do. This is a bad way of presenting yourself for a job, even though you might think this is the smart way of doing it is the bad way of doing it. Because when you tell someone you could do pretty much anything, there are two things you're doing. Number one, you're presenting yourself as a generalist. And I don't want to put a generalist on any job in my company. Anything that I'm doing, I don't want someone who could pretty much do anything to be editing my audio. I don't want someone who's good at you know, someone who just take any job to be handling my correspondence when I'm doing any type of uh, collaboration work and you are representing me and talking to other people that I might do business with. I don't want just anyone editing my articles before they go out to you know, thousands of people every week, the three to six articles that I'm sending out and emails that I'm sending out every single week. I write a lot of emails. I don't want just a, a jack of all trades doing it. I want an audio specialist editing my audio. I want someone who's really good at communication doing the, the correspondence on my behalf when I'm talking to people that I might be collaborating with or doing business with or appearing on their platform. I want someone who's really good at editing, and that's their main thing, to be editing the articles that I write. I don't want a generalist doing that. So first of all, you're telling me that you're a generalist, and I probably don't want a generalist doing any... I don't want a generalist doing a specified job. Doesn't make sense. I want a specialist doing a specified job. That's number one. And number two, when you tell someone you could pretty much do anything, now you are giving them the job of figuring out how to use you. Now, while... Granted, there are times when you could use this approach and it might work. You might come up to somebody and say, I'll do anything you need, and they'll give you a job and end up hiring you. I heard this businessman talking about this a couple of weeks ago. He was saying he had a person come to him. They were already in his audience. They love this stuff. And they said, hey, I want to work with you. I want to work with you. I'll do any job that you want. And the guy actually took her up on the offer. He gave her a really tough task and she did good at it. And she became his assistant. She works at the company and has part ownership in the company now, has equity stake in the company now. So that way it worked out. My suggestion though, despite me telling you that story that basically goes against what I'm about to tell you is don't do that. My suggestion is you want to be specific. You're trying to get a job with somebody say, look, I see you have a challenge with this, or I heard you talk about that you need help with this part right here. I can do that part. Here's an example of me doing it. Let me take over this specific job and then let your job expand from there. Instead of starting out with a big expansion and then kind of getting narrowed into something that they had to figure out, you start specific so that they don't have to think too hard about whether to bring you in or not because they don't know what to do with you. And then you can expand once you learn other parts of the job. That's just my suggestion. You don't have to listen to it, but I am offering it to you. So when you ask somebody, back to my point here, when you ask someone for feedback, you are asking them to do all the heavy lifting of, first of all, figuring out what to tell you. Second of all, giving a, first of all, giving a damn about what you're asking for feedback on because they might not even care. Second of all, making them figure out what they need to tell you. Then third, they have to actually give it to you in a way that might be useful for you and might not. Because when you ask for feedback, you're basically giving them an open slate to talk about anything they want to talk about. And they may offer you feedback on something that you don't even want feedback on. But because you weren't specific, now you can't complain about it. So when you ask somebody for feedback, they can go in any direction with what they say, which, again, may or may not even be relevant to you. So here's how you help them out. And instead of asking for feedback, You take the job off of their hands and you funnel their focus. This is the key term here. Funnel other people's focus, not by asking them for feedback and hoping that they talk about the thing that you care about. Ask them for advice to which you target their response and you make it much easier. Let me give you an example. So you can say, here's an example of asking for feedback that is not a good question. 
You say, hey, James, can you give me some feedback on my basketball game? Give me some feedback on my overall game. That's a bad question because James might be focusing on and paying attention to something and then giving you feedback on something that you don't even give a damn about in your basketball game. Might not be the area that you're really paying attention to right now. So that's a bad question. Here's a better question because he could say anything, right? Instead, you say, hey, James, can you give me some advice on my defensive footwork? Now, what's James going to talk to you about? Defensive footwork. Now, why are you asking about defensive footwork? Because clearly, hopefully, you give a damn about defensive footwork. Otherwise, you'd ask about something else, like a jump shot or your dribbling or your free throws, whatever it's going to be. Be specific when you ask someone for help and ask them specifically for advice. When you ask someone for advice, now they're working with you and not just spitballing and throwing something at you and letting you take it or leave it. When I tell you exactly what to talk to me about, now I know it will help me because I've actually asked you for it. You know? So the key here, the underlying point that I didn't even, I don't have to say, but I'm going to say anyway, make sure you ask for something that you actually want feedback on. Don't ask for something that you don't care about. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is ask for advice instead of asking for feedback. Number two, when you ask someone for advice, you are actually putting them in a position of power, which is a smart thing to do. Because when you ask someone for advice, you are letting them know that you need what they have and that hopefully they are capable of sharing. Because I'm going to assume you only ask for advice from someone who you think might actually have some advice to share. And human beings, one thing that we all have in common is that we love to feel powerful, all of us. Very rarely will you ask a person for advice and they say no. Very rarely can you ask somebody for advice on something and you're being specific. When you are specific when, and asking for a person for advice, it is very rare that they're going to decline to give you advice. You know why? Because people love to give advice. You know why people love to give advice? Because when you're giving somebody advice, at least temporarily in that moment, you have a little bit of power over that person because you are telling them something that ostensibly is going to help them out. That's the reason why they're listening to your advice, especially if they ask you for it. Now, unsolicited advice, and the, many human beings don't have a problem giving that either. Even, either even though they weren't even asked for it. But try this out and see asking for advice and see how willing people get to actually give you advice. Even when they don't even know what the hell they're talking about, they will give you advice. I, even when it comes to unsolicited advice, I've received plenty of unsolicited quote unquote advice from thousands of people on topics on which I know they have zero experience, zero credibility, zero knowledge whatsoever, but they are so happy to give that advice. Why? Because again, human beings, we are wired to feel powerful when we are asked to give advice or when we just choose we voluntarily choose to give other people advice. So we all know that this works. So this is, again, very rarely does somebody not give advice. I get people asking me for advice all the time. I got, I mean, actually, to keep it real, where the work on your game philosophy, the entire philosophy came from was people asking me for advice because I would get all these questions from basketball players, say, Drake, can you give me some tips, some advice, some help on my game? And that was, that's a very general question. It was, they were asking kind of for advice, but they weren't being specific. So not really. They were really asking for feedback when you're that general. And I was getting annoyed with people always asking me that, but they weren't really asking for anything specific. And they were just saying it and everybody was saying the same thing. And it was a bunch of people. So it's not like I needed to answer each individual because they were all saying the same thing. So I figured, why don't I make a video where I'm answering everybody? And that's when I made the video where I first uttered the phrase, work on your fucking game. That was my answer. You want some tips, help, advice? Here it is. Work on your fucking game. And people love that phrase that I said that. And that's where this whole brand and business came from. That was the first time I said it. And when I saw people responding to it, I went and said, let me go trademark that and actually own the phrase, which I do to this very day. So when you are asking someone for 
advice, you have to be specific at the same time, not just saying, hey, can you give me some advice? I get DMs even today from people who say, well, Dre, I'm having trouble being motivated. Can you give me some advice? Those kind of questions I don't answer. Or if I do answer, all I do is send them a link to mirrorofmotivation.com or thirddaybook.com. So I won't even completely ignore it. I'll send them a link and hey, maybe they'll get the book. Maybe they won't. But if you're not being specific, if you didn't take the time to really think about, and again, this is going to only take you two minutes. If you didn't take the time to even think about how to formulate the question to me, why should I give you the time of thinking about how to answer it? That's just something I want you to, to sit on as you move on to point number three. Put some time into the questions that you ask so that you can get the kind of answers you want. I got a book called Ask Yourself a Better Question. You can get that by going to workonyourgame.com slash ask, A-S-K. Ask yourself a better question. When you ask better questions, you get better answers. Point number three. Today's topic is ask for advice instead of asking for feedback. When you ask someone for feedback, what you are going to get is a critique because people are going to tell you maybe what's wrong with what you did or what's wrong with what you do. And when you ask for advice, you're getting a partner because when someone gives you advice now, assuming that you actually take it and follow it now, they kind of have a stake in what you have going on because now you're doing what they told you. They're helping you make it or your thing or make yourself better. And now you and them are actually in this together because they gave you some advice. And understand, so I want you to understand what I mean here. Because when someone gives you advice, presumably you're going to implement it. Now, if I'm asking you for advice, then you should probably assume that whatever you tell me, I'm going to at least take it to heart and use it in some way, shape or form, even if it's just changing the way that I think about it. So then the finished product, whatever it is that I put out, is in small part, is also theirs. Because I'm taking what I was already doing, plus your advice on what I'm doing. I implement your advice now. Your advice is part of my project. It's part of my work. So that finished product, they got a little piece in it. They got a little bit of a stake in that. So this is a good way to sell a product from scratch. And there may be some entrepreneurs here who have actually done this. There are many entrepreneurs who do it that I even know personally, is that you ask your audience for advice on what they want in a course that you're making or in a book that you're writing or some software that you're developing. You ask people what they want. So when it's ready to sell, they want to buy it. And the reason that they want to buy it is not because it's so amazing, which hopefully it is, but they want to buy it because they played a role in creating it. It's almost like theirs at the same time that is yours because their feedback and their advice is implemented. It's baked into the DNA of the thing that you're creating. The reason that they know that is because you asked them for advice throughout the process of creating what you're creating. So I just gave you a hack right there for any of you creators, entrepreneurs, course builders, salespeople out there, when you're creating something, you already have an audience, or even if you don't, start asking the people that you want to serve, what do you want in this product or service or offering or course or program or event or speech or whatever it is you're doing? Ask them what they want. They will tell you, you implement it. And then when you sell it, you let them know, hey, remember some of you said this? Look, here it is. Remember you said you wanted this part? Look at this. Remember how you said you wanted that? Look at this. Remember how you said you wanted that? Look at that. And then you show it to them. And now, it's theirs. It's not even yours. It's theirs, but you're selling it. So of course they're going to buy it. So this is a great way to sell things. Again, any of you salespeople, I just gave you some free game right there that you should be able to trade on and make money on immediately, if not sooner. I'll give you another example. Michael Jordan, when he was, when he initially signed with Nike for his, his Jordan brand sneakers, the first Jordan sneakers, one of the early Jordan sneakers that came out, I don't remember if it was the initial Air Jordan or it was one of the their later ones, maybe the Jordan 2, 3, 4, one of those early Jordans that came out. 
Jordan would sit with the designers at Nike and Nike has these great world class designers who would design these shoes. And he would sit with them and tell them what he liked, what he didn't like about certain shoes, what he wanted in a new shoe, you know, how he wanted it. He would give his input on how he wanted design, how he wanted to feel, how he needed the shoe to perform. And this, that and the third. And one of the shoes that came out, they had not shown Michael the prototypes. They hadn't shown him anything. They just took his advice, said, all right, we're going to come up with something. We'll get back to you. So they brought Michael in to the office to come look at the shoe and they unveiled the shoe. And Jordan is looking at the shoe. And while Jordan's looking at it, this is the first time looking at it, the designers start, they're talking to Mike and they're telling him, all right, Mike, you remember how you told us you wanted the heel to be like this? Okay, look, at, look, it's right here. Remember how you said you didn't like when the ankle was this way? Now we fixed it. Remember how you said you want the tongues to be a certain way? Look at that. Remember how you talked about this and this and this? And they started mentioning all of the things that Michael told them he wanted in the shoe. And then they would, while, while he's looking at it, they're pointing out how they actually implemented everything they, that Michael said he wanted. And they were like, Michael Jordan just fell in love with this shoe. And the reason is not because the Nike designers are so brilliant, even though they are, and not because Michael was already getting paid by Nike, even though he was, it's because he was looking at something that he helped create. It was partly his, even though he hadn't even seen what it was that he was helping put together with his feedback. So this is what happens when you ask for advice rather than asking for feedback, is that people become part of the process and what you're doing. So when you ask people for advice, they might still trash you because you ask them for advice on your footwork. They might tell you that your footwork is garbage, but they can do it in a nicer way. And they're also, they will also not only trash you, but they'll also tell you how to fix it. All right, here's how you can make that better. All right, you're trash at this. Let me tell you how to be better at this because they're giving you advice, right? Because feedback is just your garbage. All right, that's feedback. Advice is your garbage, but here's how you can be not garbage. So advice is asking, actually asking for an extra step from another person without actually asking for it. So this is a clever way of getting someone to give you feedback and help you out at the exact same time. So I would suggest all of you, any of you asking for any type of input from other people, start looking for advice instead of feedback. Be very specific when you're asking for it. And again, when you ask for advice, people will stick around and see what you do with that advice and they will take pride in your success, even though they may not receive any of the fruits of the labor. They'll take pride in it because they know they played at least a tiny role in your future success. Let's recap today's class, which is ask for advice instead of asking for feedback. Point number one, feedback is a job of the person who is offering it. When you ask someone for feedback, you're giving them a job and making them have to figure out what to tell you. So you're better off helping them out by asking them a better question that narrows their focus and asking for advice. Instead of saying, give me feedback on my game, say, hey, give me some advice, please, on my defensive footwork. You're giving them a specific topic to talk about. You're narrowing their focus and they can actually help you out now because you made it easy for them to answer. You're not giving them work. Point number two, when you ask someone for advice, you're giving them power and all human beings like to feel powerful. Try it and see. Even people who have no qualifications love feeling powerful and giving advice, even though you have no idea what the hell they're talking about. Any of you who is a sports coach and you have parents who are always trying to offer some advice, even though you know they don't know what the hell they're talking about, tell me I'm wrong about this. Everybody loves giving advice. Point number three, when you ask for feedback, you get a critique. Maybe people will tell you what's wrong with what you have going on. When you ask for advice, you get a partner because now this person is helping you improve and you're doing it together because their advice will be implemented and it will be part of your finished product. And this will make them want to buy into that product even more. So any of you selling anything, ask your audience what they want. It will help you sell it a whole lot better. That framing matters a lot because many people are uncomfortable just trashing your work, even if your work deserves to be trashed. So ask for advice so that they can trash it, but do it in a nice way. So they're also telling you how to fix it and they will stick around to see what you did with the advice that you gave them, and they will actually take pride in your success. Text me so you can get 
My daily motivation text was I send out every single day to everyone in my texting community. My direct text number is 305-384-6894. Any of you who is interested in being coached directly by me, my third day mastermind is where you can get coached one-on-one. If you're looking to join my group coaching programs, the business, brand and business program or the Bulletproof Mindset group coaching programs, as of this recording, I haven't even created them yet, but by the time you hear this, they will be ready. So I'm owning these programs before these programs even exist. I'm putting it out into the universe. So go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. The link is down below in the description. You can join anyone at your heart's content. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge, 305-384-6894.